Alex, we've made it to episode two. We're rounding second base. <laughs> and it feels good. Yes, it does. So let's talk about how you get to second base with someone. <laughs> it's all about your first impression. That is so true. Same is true with your house. Well, of course, it's called curb appeal. And the best thing about exterior work is that we can definitely do most of it. <laughs> it keeps you in shape. Sometimes I like to listen to music and maybe get a little dance going while I'm raking the leaves or pulling weeds. But those things matter. It's the trickery of the eye. It's got to be clean inside and out. And of course, I'm really heavy on the plants and the flowers and the whole color scheme and all of that. I know I go a little overboard there, but again, it always pays off. That's one of my favorite things about Annie is how much she incorporates flowers and color in her homes through its exterior. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, a homeowner reached out to us recently with an exterior problem. Bree uploaded her submission to us through Arvidi, and now we're able to take a look at her exact problem. Hi, Annie and Alex. My name is Bree from Louisville, Kentucky. We're getting ready to put our house up for sale, and I need yes. some suggestions on how to have better curb appeal. Yeah. We need to sell our house quickly and make some upgrades to it on a smaller budget because we have another child on the way. And I just kind of need suggestions on what the best way to go about that is and as quickly as possible. I love the baby in the Yeah, <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> so what can you do with $800? Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, with Bree's house, the first thing I think that hit me, and I'm sure hit you also, were... Those drab shutters that looked faded. Yeah. So Bree's house is basically a square, and it has a front porch with a step for the front door that has a small awning over it. The whole house is white. The awning is white. The front porch is a light gray, and the foundation is chipped white. So today we are going... Is chipped white a color? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's actually a special finish. <laughs> that <laughs> people now pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> that's gonna be, We're going to start a new fan. I know, I was going to say, that's, that's going to be circling back here in about 20 years. Yeah. Uh, it already is. No, but that is the most eye-catching infraction on a house is chipped paint when you mm -hmm. walk up. Mm -hmm. I notice it immediately. Oh, for or sure. Or a dirty front door. That drives me nuts, too. Because it's so easy to paint a door. I love painting doors. Or to wash a door. <laughs> but I, see I'm always like why wash it let's just paint it because <laughs> it's you know it's like I a, get the dirt off yeah. and then I paint it yeah <laughs> the easiest and my favorite thing to do is just to spice it up with a little greenery and the never have an empty urn never have an empty flower pot if it's empty take it away never have those sitting out empty so my suggestion is just to add height with some greenery there so I, when I first started this, and this is something I learned from Annie that I want you guys to learn from Annie as well, I asked her, what plants do I get? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm always, I was, am notorious for getting something that's just going to look good right now. And I'm like, oh, I'm selling it. I don't care if it stays. <laughs> and Annie taught me that you can achieve both. So what do you recommend? Well, you can. A lot of it depends on the time of year. Uh, you sort of have to see what is available. So Evergreens are great right now, and also the evergreens, it's really great to add the height and to layer layer things, but you have the evergreen. What makes an evergreen an evergreen? It's for evergreen. Okay. <laughs> like a Christmas tree. 
I Annie does and, <laughs> make it dumb it down a little bit more for us, please, because I I just don't know anything about gardening. Uh, boxwoods, they are one of the most common evergreens you'll see in a landscape. Is a boxwood, and okay. so they stay green all year long. Okay. Um, sometimes it's hard to find them, but even this time of year, if you go to a nursery, um, they will have something. And for this, we just need height. Anything to get there to to help with the height with this house. So, uh, <laughs> here's another question I have for you, since this is truly your forte. When do you regrow your grass? Oh, if you ask me, you plant your grass in March. I mean, as early as you can. You know, one of the tricks, and it's an old farming trick, is you can throw that grass out on the snow. So when the snow melts, it takes the seeds down with it, so that you don't have to use hay. Correct. Yes. And why do you use hay when you're laying new seed? Well, for a couple of reasons. One of them is in here so the birds don't eat your seed. But the other, if it rains, and if you don't use the hay, you'll see it. The grass will just all wash and be in this one big puddle, and you'll have all these bare spots. Little patches. Yes. So if you put the hay out, it just keeps every it keeps all of your seed. If you spread it correctly. Keeps you from looking patchy. Yes. No <laughs> No patchy. <clears throat> I'm sorry, listeners, but Annie has I've learned so much from the exterior from her, so I'm just going to keep going through my favorite <laughs> questions with her. So, Annie, what's another way you can vamp up the exterior? With Bree's house, I don't, know if she, I don't think she has it in the budget to change that light that she has. I think it's a little dated. I'd like it to be a little larger. To kind of go with that that house again is very Make it large. more grandiose. I, for lighting, I've always found a cheap trick with lighting to get the solar, the solar lights that you can just put out in the middle of the yard. You can get like a six pack for 20 bucks. They don't last beyond one season in my opinion, but they look really good for that one season. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to look good while you're selling, that's for sure. House numbers. Can we talk about house numbers? I saw Breeze. Little house numbers. I know. They were original. <laughs> I, think, I know. I think. I think house numbers are so important for so many reasons. Number one, for safety. If anything happens, if there's an emergency, you need those house numbers. I like to get creative with my house numbers too. Be it color, be it personalized. And going back to the season theme here, it helps when selling your house if people know which house they're at. Yeah. <laughs> It is so true. Yeah. I think, can we tell this story about a recent one we worked on together? Sure. Uh, I kept passing up the house. You gave me the address. Which one? I, I kept, uh, Lindsay, you, I kept uh. passing up the house because you could not see her house numbers. She lived on a busy, busy street. I was so frustrated over it that I actually went out and bought the cutest little um, fencing piece and I painted her numbers on there to match her house, and I put it at the end of her road because I knew that when you listed that house, uh, potential buyers would never find it. Your house numbers are a font that's used in the presentation of your home, and you don't get many when selling a house that wouldn't stand out as obvious words. So, you know, text script is one of our oldest forms of communication. And if your house numbers look old, it can set the precedent of your whole house feeling old. So when you get modern numbers, it can really spice it up and immediately set a tone of updated, mm -hmm. vibrant, ready to impress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, on the flip side of that. If you're in a historical district and you want to look and, and keep it that historical look, 
and true go, to the time. Yes, you'll get more of the historical type. I had an old uh, house, and a home in old Louisville. It's actually on the historic registry. I found out later, thank God, because <laughs> that comes with its own set of restrictions yes. that maybe we can go into in a season oh, one can. day. I've learned, them all, I've learned them all well. It can be an entire season. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we found old house numbers, or we found house numbers, original material from an old house, and I polished them clean, and it was beautiful, and just put them right back up, and it made a huge impact. So I agree. They don't always rarely do they not need to be replaced but if your home is built before the 1920s and you've got original house numbers still they're probably worth keeping so another topic that is like the interior in the sense that it always gets so much attention on the inside and just fails to get recognized on the outside is cleaning (laughs) Uh, we should say cleaning cleaning and cleaning some more Yes, you have to clean the outside of your house, people. (laughs) It's still part of your house. (laughs) It is. You know, you and I both, we have become pressure washing queens. You don't need, you don't need to hire that done. Uh, Well, at least. I was like, I've never actually pressure washed. Oh, you haven't? (laughs) No. I I get it done on every job. I just don't do it. (laughs) I I don't Pressure washed every house. (laughs) It's like hanging a picture for you. I just don't do it. Yeah. Annie doesn't hang pictures. I don't, I don't like pressure hanging wash. pictures. You don't pressure wash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to power wash because it just doesn't cost that much. It only costs $100. I'd rather just get E-Dog out there to do it. <laughs> well, a power washer costs $100. <laughs> <laughs> I buy the power washer and I have taken it with me to every house and I power wash myself. I don't know. I just, it's one of those, it's like a bath for a house and I, I just... So I only use them when I'm ready to take a bath, too. When I'm doing land yard <laughs> well, work. And that's so true. Uh, I will Hose get, me down with the house, please. It, it, it's in the summer. <laughs> that's fine. And I will be soaked from head to toe. And also, uh, sometimes I do get some jokes because I have one of the smaller power washers, a little Barbie power washer, which I absolutely love. Absolutely love. It was $99. It's really, really light. Um, I've had the big bulky, gas-powered. No, this is a small electric, and it gets the job done, and it was 100 bucks. It's called Greenworks. Oh, well, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it is a cute little washer. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that I'm kind of cute out there power washing. <laughs> I bet you are. I'm sure you are. Raking leaves. Yeah. Making sure your grass is cut. And this time of year <laughs> is the best time of year to get those leaves out of corner crevices mm-hmm. that just sit there and get overlooked. Because those leaves are going to do multiple things, but one is they're going to kill your grass. Yeah. They're going to be dragged through your house. Just hoe it up. Yeah. <laughs> Rake it up. Fix and Vixens will continue in less than 90 seconds. Stay tuned as Annie and Alex continue to strategize on ways to get Bree's home ready for sale with a mere budget of $800. And then Annie gets a surprise visit from her contractor who has just returned from one of Annie's rentals. Terrell was there to assess a water leak. Listen into this real-time conversation about a major home repair issue. But first... Do you have a home repair or real estate problem that you want to share with Alex or Annie firsthand? We have just the tool to let you do it, and it's unique to Fix and Vixens. Arvidi is an app that allows you to upload one or more 30-second videos so you can show us your home issue, and then you'll get the ultimate video exchange with us. 
If you have an iPhone, go to the App Store and download the Arvity app. Register an account with your email and upload a photo. Be sure and accept notifications so you get updates from us. Then click on My Friends, Add Friends, and then add Annie and Alex, Fix and Vixens. We'll then be able to communicate directly with you from your home and ours. We can't wait to fix your problems. Okay, so let's circle back to Bree's house for a little bit. How can we make Bree's house better? I think the obvious one here that almost hits you in the face is the shutters. Mm-hmm. Are the shutters. Paint those shutters. Uh, I mm-hmm. also would remove the screen door on the front. Right. That mm-hmm. security door, to me, it dates it. But other than that, Alex, it says... Um, I'm scared. I have a pride. You know, again, it's not warm. It's not inviting. And it looks like there's a beautiful bright red door underneath Mm -hmm. that screen door that I think would pop the colors. I would do black on the shutters, dark gray on the base porch. You've got light gray there and then you'll pop with the red. When you sell a house, you're, you know, all of it's done through online marketing these days. So Mm -hmm. you're basically specializing in online sales Mm -hmm. and what sells online photos. Mm -hmm. Photos that look good. Yeah. Oh, What's up, Terrell? Uh-oh. Guess who just walked Uh-oh. in? Uh-oh. This is, this is not a good sign. Hold yourself. Uh, I just sent Terrell out on an active leak at one of my properties. Terrell? Yeah. Do we have good news or bad news? Bad news. Bad news? Yeah. Come sit down, okay. Terrell. We're, so uh, we're in the middle of filming our podcast, and in walks Terrell with an issue. Annie had for our listeners Annie this morning got a call about water leaking in one of her rentals and and it was such an odd call one of the renters called it was an odd call because it's not raining any longer no one was taking a shower no one was running water that we knew of so I called Terrell and it's like active leak and here he is (laughs) so that can't be good when you got on the scene what did it look like we had water dripping from um from a light, there's where they used to have a chimney in there that has been uh, it's been framed in. They have like a chalkboard effect on it, and uh, water was running down the chalkboard. Oh, I um, bet that was beautiful. No, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Glistening. So it was all coming down that, um, but it was slowing down. Had it already ruined my drywall? The drywall is not ruined, but you can see where the tape and all of that stuff is starting to pop. So going to have to patch it. Yeah, it's going to have to be patched. Hit okay. us with the bad news. Um, what actually, do you think? It's the it's the washing machine. You think it's the washing machine? The washing machine, the drain for the washing machine. Um, it's not holding. I think it, the glue that's holding it it slipped or it came loose. Okay, there was always trouble when when I had someone put that washing machine in. Was and it do all the plumbing? No, it wasn't Terrell. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I don't make mistakes. <laughs> right, right. We, can, we, we probably know a few, but <laughs> no. Uh, I knew it wasn't put in correctly because there's no P-trap. Okay. You know, I found that out. So what do you think happened and how do we fix it? How do we get to it? Um, well, it's, uh, it's between the ceiling and the floor from the second floor. So I would say you got to go from the bottom, but we could try to go from the from the top. Okay, I'd uh, rather go through a floor than go through a ceiling. They're talking about a three-story house. Which floor did the water start coming in through the ceiling on? The washer Uh, and dryer is on the second floor, and my renter saw the water on the first floor. Came through the first floor ceiling, through the light in the kitchen, but not from the the second to the first. To you know, so it's it's 
somewhere on the second floor, probably, right? Yeah. Well, it could, I mean, it could have been. Actually, actually, before we even got to this, we had to figure out if it was coming from roof, gutters, um, the plumbing. You know, it, it could really only those three, correct, Terrell? Yeah. Roof, gutters, plumbing, when it's yeah. on the second floor. There's exactly. nowhere else this water can magically appear from. There was no rain well, recently. That was one, except we, we did We had a heavy it. rain yesterday, and yes. it stopped. It's been dry for... But to have an active leak... Um, yeah. I mean, you could have got it from, like, say, um, it's some puddles on the roof, because I checked the roof, and it had mm-hmm. a few puddles up there and some kinks where you have uh, the torch down roofing up there. So mm-hmm. I was checking that first. Um, but it's still holding water. I was pushing it, and water was pumping out of it, mm-hmm. but... I was like, let me check a couple of things first um, before I start trying to deal with the, the right. roofing because it could be. We actually looked at gutters first because I've had a gutter problem before. It's no fun. No. Uh, I stopped up gutter. The water runs over, and then it can run back under your flashing into your house. Um, and the roof, I hadn't had a roof. You know, I've, I've been on that roof recently, so okay. I didn't think it was that. So, anyway, we were back to plumbing. So, now you have pretty much. I pinpointed it. It is the washing machine. Yeah, it's the washing machine because um, – I turned the water on, let mm-hmm. it run, it filled it, and then when it started washing, it was fine. And then um, I went ahead and skipped it straight to drain and spin. And when I put it there, went downstairs, you could hear water okay. pecking. So, so I know it's the drain. That sounds yeah, right. You found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found it. <laughs> Definitely found, sounds well, like you found it. the water source. Then you can stop it for a minute. So that's good. Yeah. Right. So now the problem is how to get it, whether it's in the wall, whether we go through the floor, we go through the ceiling. Yeah. I prefer going through the floor and wall. Well, I would rather so, go through the wall. I don't think you'll be able to get it through the wall. I think um, <clears throat> it's, it turns uh, when it drops down. So I'm pretty sure you have to move the vanity out of the way to mm-hmm. go through the floor to get it. But the vanity's can, covering up a lot of stuff. So that's probably we, the best bet. Yes. Can we do that first? That's the less invasive. Yeah. It's not, pulling that vanity out, going in, seeing if we can get to the washing machine because they back up. They're on the same wall. So um, they're back to back. If we can go pull the vanity, go in through the floor, after that, last resort, I will cry, but you can go through the ceiling. I should be able to catch you. You would rather go through a floor than a ceiling? Yes. What type of flooring is it? It's the VCT towel, the little squares that you stick that down. You glue down. Those are um, fairly easy to put back, so yeah. they are. that. They are. I, mean, I knew it wasn't the... Anyway, so. Once you pull the vanity yeah. out, you won't see any of If he pulls anyway. that vanity and then, because I don't think there's any tile into the vanity. Yeah, so that's why I said pull the vanity, yeah. cut the floor out. Let's as long do, as it's not too deep because it's two ceilings in there because they dropped the ceiling. Right. So the ceiling's nine feet in there. And if you go from the ceiling, like you said, I put, could possibly be going through two floors. Right. You may so, go through the ceiling that's visible and then have to go through another ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. See, I remember with this, this was a major rehab. So was the uh, was the vanity this was always jacked there? up and no, that is a new vanity. I mean, hold up, I'm talking about the placement where it was at. Uh, Y'all moved the vanity around in the bathroom. Yes, you did. New plumbing. So it's all got new plumbing. Yeah, it does have yeah. new plumbing, but it wasn't done by me. You. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think you have better plumbing abilities. Yeah. <laughs> I jump around. Then the then the person that put it in. All right. So once I found out that they didn't do a P trap when there should have been a P trap. Yeah, because it's gonna have the smell coming back through it. Right. Um, we were getting a lot of smell, a lot of odor coming up, and that's when I found out that it mm-hmm. hadn't been no trap. Yeah, hadn't been done correctly. So 
that is where I want you to start. That's plan of action for right now is right. pull that vanity, see what you can see as a la- you know, as a last resort. Go up through that ceiling. And then yeah. after that it might be another ceiling before yeah. we can get to it. That's the only thing. Okay. Okay. So this is a typical day. We get these trail. How often do we have these kind of uh, get that outside? <laughs> well, water and fire are two things you can't play with. No, no, you got to react. You got to react quick because the damage from water and fire is just major. Yeah. So I, I took a light out in there also because the water. One of the bulbs is holding. Water. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Well, the renter told the me it was coming down through a light. That's why I was like, I don't think Thomas Edison had that in mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, electric and water don't mix well. No. no, not at all. I'd already asked her to to try to contain it. Mm-hmm. I was like, don't clean it all the way up because, and that's another important thing. Don't clean it up all the way. Contain yeah. it, but. Because you wanted, want to see where it came from. I wanted Terrell to get there and see. Yeah, Splash down. patterns and everything are important. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to the basement, actually, we'll and I found water on. down there, too. So it was water in the basement also. Oh. Because it... So it came... About now two, is when I like to tell Terrell, I don't, don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Just Can this it. conversation be done? <laughs> it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I ain't going to say a puddle, but you can see where it was wet. You know, it was building up. Okay, well, um, we'll circle the wagons then and figure out how this comes out. And I might say thank you, Terrell. Let's see how you do this. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's cool. No thanks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the best contractor in Louisville, Kentucky, he always comes through in a pinch. Whether he puts you there or not is questionable. <laughs> uh, well, if I ever send out an SOS... Terrell shows always up. Always Always. Always. Yeah. Cool. I try. <laughs> yeah. Terrell's the best. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, we'll wait for a follow-up. Well, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm going to take care of another accident. <laughs> another emergency. And another emergency. Oh, and you've got something from Alex after this. Yes. That has to be done today. No, That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yes. I'm oh. going to fix it right now. Then I'm coming back to you. Okay. Because we got okay. an inspection tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Bye. headphones. Thank you. All right. Bye, Terrell. Bye. See you in a minute. Next, Alex and Annie get Bree on the phone for an update and a reality check. By the way, you can check out Bree's before and after pictures at fixinvixens.com, along with her RVD video that introduced the exterior problem. But now, it's time to give a little thanks to one of our favorite local supporters. If you've been personally injured, maybe it's a car or motorcycle or bike accident, or maybe even a dog bite, Murphy and Associates wants to help. Their attorneys are dedicated to protecting the rights of those who have been injured by negligence. Their goal is to help you succeed in your financial recovery, as well as your physical and emotional one. Want someone to stand up to an insurance company and build the best case possible for you? Then call Murphy & Associates today. You can learn more at louisvillefirm.com. All right, let's give Bree a call. Hi. So, Bree, thank you for submitting your video asking us questions about your exterior. We have responded with a couple suggestions, and we're curious to hear what you went with. Yeah. 
So can you remind us again, what was your budget? Our budget was about $800. We'd like to stay under it, obviously. We have another child, a third child on the way. So what did you guys decide to do? Um, they ended up painting the porch, the bottom part of the house, spray painting um, the shutters black, which made a tremendous difference. It's amazing what paint will do. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you on your budget right now? Oh, uh, I think we're about at 500 Okay, good. Right. Wow. That's awesome. So... You've got 300 more to play with. We both feel like the screen door, um, it's... The storm door, or it's a security door is what it is, really. Yeah. It screams, you know... Unsafe. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. So to replace <clears throat> it might cost every bit of that $300. Mm -hmm. So instead, we were thinking that maybe you could just take it off. Um, and of course, in doing so, you would want to caulk the screw holes and then probably paint the frame around it again white. Uh, but we think that yeah. that would be way more cost effective. And with that final touch and adding a little bit more color to the front with some green bushes mm -hmm. and a and little height. So hopefully you learned a lot from this little exchange. So having a fresh set of eyes and everything is very, very helpful. Oh, and yes. Bree, can I ask you, how was this different than dealing with a man's advice <laughs> on the situation, would you say? Oh, God. Well, tremendously different. I don't feel like. I'm being treated like I have no idea what I'm talking about, and it's refreshing. It's nice. Well, your house is refreshing and nice now. And it's going to sell. We genuinely hope you guys get the most for your house and wish you luck with having the new baby. Well, thank you very much. Yes, thank you, Bree. We double-dog dare you to do it without an epidural. <laughs> oh, God. You know what, look. Just kidding. We don't wish that on our worst enemy. Look, after, after having two, I know better. <laughs> you can't trick her. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you for your time, Bree. Thanks, Bree. Thank you very much, ladies. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. We started with the outside and curb appeal, and next week, Annie, where are we going? We're going inside, Alex. What? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Let's see what we can come up. Let's see what we can get into. We're going right? to take it from the front door through, walking in and... The first impression inside the house and what can make it go wrong or make it go absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Well, and after that, this is going to be excluding of bathroom and kitchen mm -hmm. because those are going to be episodes unto themselves because they're so important. And next week, we're going to have guest speaker Wendy Kays on to mm -hmm. talk with us. She's an experienced flipper in the Louisville market, and she's going to lend her opinion as well. Another female flipper. I love it. I, I think it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Spread it like spandex. <laughs> All right. Until next time, stay classy. <laughs> stay homey. The Fixin' Vixens podcast is made possible with support from Murphy & Associates. Learn more at louisvillefirm.com. Our hosts are Annie McMichael and Alex Bolton. Music provided by Louisville's very own Mama Said String Band. Produced by Fixin' Vixens and Nightport Media. Special thanks to Elaine Appleton Grant and Podcast Allies. Executive produced and edited by me, Janice Jensen. <laughs>